Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Welcome to another kick-ass and sparkly ladypreneur podcast. With me, as always, is the terrific, the sassy, the spectacular, <laughs> Therese Tucker. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. And we today, okay, so today's topic, we're going to have a shorter show. We have our new moon spirit circle tonight, right after this podcast. Which I'm looking um, forward to because she's going to explain to us what the fuck is going on in the energy and why everybody's feeling all the things. All the feels. Oh, there's a good reason. There's a good reason. Can you guess why you might be feeling so much right now? I'll give me one guess. Super low. <laughs> no. So oh. you're going to have to come to the spirit circle to find out. <laughs> and with that, let's go right into our topic though. So today we wanted to talk about if you are doing things in your life that are bringing you joy just for the sake of joy or Rach, <laughs> are you doing everything that you need to be do, should be doing, are expected to do. And for some reason it feels like they're just things that have to be done off the list. So not because you love it and want to do it for the joy of it, but because you have to for some reason. Have to, have to, have to. So are you living right now in a world of have to? Do you think that's a good place to live from? Well, no. I mean, got to get comfortable now. Yeah, get comfy. (laughs) Get in Um, there. um, No, because then everything becomes work. It's, there's no, and we know we've talked about, our team has brought it through in our masterclass not too long ago about the power of joy and how, you know, like from a manifesting perspective, when you are internally in a space of peace and joy and love, then everything kind of rushes in. Whereas if you're constantly doing things because you're fixing a problem, have to do this, this needs to be done. There's no real joy in that. And then it becomes hard. It's a struggle. It's constantly work. It doesn't feel like play. Absolutely. Well, we can relate this back actually to how a lot of people feel. Now, I don't want to generalize this. Not everybody feels this way, but a lot of people feel that way about their nine to five job. They're doing it for the money. They're not doing it for joy, right? So for a majority of people, it's because it creates a steady flow of income, which we all want and need. Um, it creates security, gives them a regular paycheck, but it's not because of joy. What happens when there's no joy associated with the work that they're doing? It zaps the life out of them. And they just don't want, they avoid it, right? You want to avoid it. Now imagine if you're living your whole life that way, whether your whole life is because you have to, there's a reason, it provides something, um, you know, it provides something that is necessary, but there's not a sense of um, fulfillment or joy coming from that. We would start naturally avoiding it because we, what we are looking for, we need that as human beings. It, it doesn't get put as high up on the mountain or whatever you want to call it. It's not the highest priority, but it should be. It should be in your, your top three priorities. Joy. Yeah, well, then it makes, like I can look at it and look at how it kind of impacts everything. It's when you're constantly doing things for a reason that is not about just pure joy and love and butterflies, um, everything becomes draining and 
it's you know it's a quick quick way to get to burnout to feel overwhelmed and all of that sort of stuff whereas if you're doing even if it's a little thing like you, you've got to do the day job that's fine but if you can find other things that will give you joy during the day it's going to raise your energy up that means that then it'll impact how you feel which will then impact how your day actually goes even if you're at a job just because it needs to be paying bills absolutely and you, and you need to think of it this way that um, your ability to um, be a joyful person or to give out joy is directly related to how much joy comes in to your life. It's like a well, right? The well needs to be refilled constantly. Otherwise, as you try to share your joy and you're not replenishing it, there's less and less joy for you to share with others. Mm. Right, until you hit sort of critical mass where it's like oh, usually people get a wake up call at this point when they hit that kind of uh, 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 you know like well almost empty there is this is like uh, where a lot of people have that some call it like a midlife crisis they go through some sort of crisis or uh, an awakening is what I'd rather like to call it like I am suddenly aware I'm running out of joy here. And, and something needs to change in my life in order for me to feel balanced and regulated and functioning again. Mm, I, I can look at that. Like um, when I left my first husband, that was pretty much a big part of it was the, the point where I had no idea who I was, what I wanted, what would bring me joy. And I was miserable, more miserable than I realized. So then I had to, I changed, <laughs> changed everything. <laughs> jobs, I changed let go of husbands I we sold the house it was everything and then I got back into the gym I went back into dancing a whole bunch of things to try and find who I was and what brought me joy and then I met my current husband so you know that works really well <laughs> it does and sometimes in order to uh, find that joy in some cases extreme change needs to happen it's like the slate needs to be cleared and we need to start a new book other times, it's more like we just need to rewrite some chapters. We don't actually have to go in for the total rehaul. What we need to recognize is how we're operating. We need to look at our own motivation is really what it comes down to. Why am I doing this? That is such a good question to ask yourself, <laughs> especially, especially when you're in the midst of feeling a, a lack of joy, right? If you're in the middle of something and you're like, why am I doing this? And there's no joy there. You need to, that motivation, we need to check in with that and see, well, I have to do it. Why do you have to do it? Because if I don't do it, I don't have money. If I don't have money, I can't pay the bills and then I can't feed the kids. Okay, that's why I'm doing this. When do I get to stop? <laughs> I get to stop at after, you know, so many hours of this. Great. Then after that, there has to be a, a break from that kind of behavior. Mm there really has to be, it's just like you can't keep driving a car. You know, the car has to get a refuel, right? You need to stop because you're like, you go cross-eyed trying to drive forever. It's just, it's, we don't do anything forever. So this idea that life is about tunnel vision, focusing in, making it happen, right? Surviving, survival mode is not meant to be lived 24 seven. Short That's period. it is short. It's supposed to be an adrenaline burst. Like tiger's coming. I might be dinner if I don't run. I <laughs> run far away. Tiger gone. I can relax. Um, but unfortunately, 
more and more. And it has to do with the amount of stress we experience in our world. And just, there's always new stressors. So instead of fighting that, we need to recognize that there's always going to be stressors and we have to adapt to that, right? Like, like the, the, the plants that everybody loves now, the adaptogens, right? Adaptogen mm -hmm. plants are a type of herb that helps you adapt to stress. Well, we need to start adapting to the fact that there's stress rather than trying to get rid of it. It's a fact of life. Stress happens. So we can either let that run us or we can be in charge and decide that there is, there's a limit. Mm. And the other thing you brought up, we were talking before we got on the, the call, um, was also the perception. So where, you know, for me, exercise is not one of my favourite things to do, but it's looking at what I'm perceiving and what I'm focused on in that minute. Well, let's ask why. So why is it not? What are you perceiving exercise as? Um, it's causing you not to enjoy it. Taking up my time. Well, what else could it be doing? Why else? Why else is exercise like a bummer? Does it hurt? Are you focusing on any pain that might be happening? Um, a little bit. Walking isn't a huge thing. So, you know, it's just getting out. It's, more, it's actually more the time, interestingly, for me. Um, because I've got so many other things that I need to get done. So it's become, it becomes a, it, it, in that moment, it feels like a hindrance. <laughs> then it right. does, you know, and I know that's a perception thing because I know I need to, again, it comes back to I need to because it means that my body is not getting locked up and getting more pain. So there's actually a, a good reason to do it. There is, but also the need to also kind of dampens it that does. feeling. It has yeah. a negative uh, connotation because it's like, you need to or else, right? So there's a or threat in the I need to. Exactly. There's a little bit of a threat perception when we have that I need to. I have to do this or else, boom, right? Mm -hmm. So I was pointing out to Rach that, I, I mean, I've we all, I think, go through this at some point. And I think the ones of us who move through uh, exercise resistance into exercise joy, I think the big thing that's, that happens isn't that you just get used to the pain. That's not it. Mm -hmm. There has to be a shift in perception, a shift in what, is, what, it's, what the benefits are. There has to be a real connection to how it is improving your life and making it more joyful in order for you to start like lusting after it. Like where you're like, if on the days where you're not getting it, you're like, oh man, you know, like let me get out there, let me out there. So I was saying, yeah, sunshine and fresh air. Like I know once I get yeah. out, once I get out the door and start walking, it's like, oh, that's right. This feels good. Exactly. That, and that's what I was saying to Rach is like, that was my first association for me when I was trying to get out of the mindset of I have to. It was like, what do I get? What are the immediate benefits that I'm getting from this? Well, I got to get the hell out of my house, which is always a good feeling. Not because I hate my house, but because I work from home and it becomes my home slash work, mm. which is one of the downsides of working for yourself is that you've created two environments out of one. <laughs> you know, the, the, not, there's not this, you know, definitive, this is work break home. Yeah, well, and, and we can create that. Like when we have spaces where we can dedicate a room to it and that's all that happens in that room. Like you have an office, right. And you can dedicate that space. If you have more of an open layout, like. Uh, I do. And I think Rach does too. 
it, some of your home space gets dedicated to work. So there are triggers you can do for that. Like a really quick one I learned is you can actually make a plaque, which I thought about doing, like a little art project. Mm -hmm. It's like, shh, mom's working or like work time. Or like you, you put it out when you're working and then you put it away mm, when you're done. And mm -hmm. it's more of a, it's a trigger for your brain that this is a workspace and now it's home. Um, that can actually work. So that's something to consider. Maybe it's closing the laptop and putting the laptop somewhere completely different. Right? Putting it away, mm -hmm. all the way away. Um, so these are things that can help s signal the brain that you are now in a, a work-free, <laughs> stress-free zone. But Pleasure. just getting, Joy but getting out of that environment. So for exercise, going back to the exercise point, just getting out of that environment and being in open air or being with nature. That's another thing that brings me joy is really deeply connecting to nature. And the more sensitive, you know, I become to, to energy and I know a lot of the other people who are just, we're all really picking it up now. You know, it's not just a few of us. There's a mass consensus of people picking up uh, this energy. When we go outside, when we can commune with nature and what is communing with nature? What is that to you, Rach? For me, like it's uh, like when I go to the beach and sit on my rock, where I just sit and just allow myself to just be there, which I yes, so just myself do that this weekend. Being with it, like for me, it's a little more woo woo. I love to talk to trees. Um, I don't sit there and literally speak out loud and have a conversation. You hug it's more <laughs> you walk and run up and hug the tree. I I want to hug them, but I'm also I don't like stuff on me. <laughs> So I'm like air hug. I'm like, yeah, I love this. <laughs> I love her. I'm more like do this. I kind of like, oh, you know, here's some love. Uh, yeah, because I don't want bugs and moss and sap on me. I'm still Fair too enough. girly. <laughs> still too girly for that. But communing with nature is another good reason to uh, exercise. And it happens together for me. I love it. And it gets me excited about that time. Mm. Um, so again, going back to what we're talking about, it's shifting the perception of certain situations can be enough to bring joy back in. Mm. So it doesn't feel like everything's hard work. I have to, a chore or to do. Yes. So, okay. That's one technique that we can give you is just simply, is there some place in your life? It doesn't have to be everywhere, but is there an area in your life where you can shift your thoughts around it. Like look at the observe. We need to observe our thoughts. How am I perceiving this? We have to ask ourselves more questions. We need to get curious about ourselves uh, without going into judgment. But why do I think mm. that? Right? Then you can start shifting it. Okay, let's say there's an area though, Rach, where we can't shift it. The thoughts mm -hmm. are there. We need it, like our job, right? But the feelings aren't great. And I can't seem to connect to the joy there. I'm just doing it because it's a means to an end. And that's it. That's the, that's the end of that thread. So how else can we start incorporating joy back into our life? Um, it's doing anything else. So thinking about, you know, what things do you love just for the pure joy? Like we love doing puzzles. Puzzles are yeah. great. I like to, here's the thing about those. There is absolutely no... There's no purpose other than joy. Because it's fun because we. That's the, that is so perfect because you can't you can't win. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> going to hand you a trophy. Can't make money. 
nobody's going to be like, here's $5,000 for finishing doing that a puzzle. puzzle. <laughs> not not going to happen unless there's a very weird specific circumstance. <laughs> um, you don't have to. Your life does not depend mm. on you finishing that puzzle. If you go to bed tonight without having finished it, no no bomb is going to go no, off. That's right. No one's going to be coming. You know, when you get there in the morning, like, you didn't finish your puzzle. <laughs> you went to bed. Right, and revoking anything from your life. No. I know. You no. lose the puzzle. <laughs> Absolutely. Nobody cares. So it's perfect. These kind of, um, we need to look for more situations that match these criteria. They have no, um, no other point, but to bring you joy. Hmm. The pure fun of it, the shits and giggles because you can. Right. And it's, it's so underrated and yet it's probably one of the most therapeutic tools we could possibly give ourselves is to create joy in our lives purely for the sake of joy. Mm. We, when we start doing this for ourselves, we start realizing that by doing that, we are doing self-care. Mm. We are protecting and promoting mental health. Mm. We're protecting and promoting emotional health, physical longevity. People who have joy in their lives live longer, period. And they're also too, which I touched on earlier, when you're coming spending more time in the feeling of joy and inner peace and contentment, whatever those words are, then the rest of your life starts to mirror that. So even the job that might be causing pain and frustration or whatever, if you can spend more time outside of that in joy, then things could happen like a promotion, a new job comes up, something else comes up that means you can move out of that to create even more joy because you're only going to be in a vibrational match to what's around you. So if you can create joy, any way that you can, then it has the power to shift to things that you're not feeling joy in. Absolutely. It, it is a, um, it has an avalanche effect in your life. Look, it gives you something to look forward to. That is enough, right? Mm. If you can start the day, um, knowing that at some point there is going to be something in there for you that is purely for, um, that inner child who is just looking for playtime. Mm. right? And it's promised to you that day. You're going to move through your day in a a much different manner because you've got something to look forward to. Mm. And, you know, and on a final note, I would say, look at what your goals are. It's not, it's not wrong to have goals that are monetary based or achievement based, but if those are the only kind of goals that are in your life, it's going to cause you to feel like you have to constantly be productive mm. or it might cause you to feel like you're constantly falling short because um, those goals can move and change, right? Like as you expand, you actually take on more expenses, which means you want more money. So the money that you thought you wanted, you start to receive, but then it doesn't feel like enough. So mm. then you need more money and then you get that, but then you're go- you keep expanding. It's funny how life works is we kind of have this perception that, I'll make that much money and then all the problems might go away, but it doesn't because as you expand in your ability to hold um, financial gain, you also expand in your responsibilities. They just come together. And so much of the time we don't, we don't perceive that or we don't acknowledge that it's a package deal. Mm-hmm. And so when we get to that goal, we feel kind of gypped. Mm-hmm. I worked really hard, but I still got to work hard. So what I'm still saying still got to work is, hard, not enough joy. Exactly. If it's the financial goal is fine, 
the achievement goal is fine. It gives you something to kind of work towards. Those are great work-related goals, but you need to have a goal in your life that's connected to your self-care, uh, a goal that's connected to your sense of lightness, whatever that is, whatever you perceive that to be. Um, but something that lights you up, right? There should be a goal in your life for that too. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you, team. team. <laughs> Very good. So good. So at the end of the show, we'd like to leave you with this. Spend some time contemplating today or over the weekend, you know, what really brings you joy? What do you love doing? What lights you up? What makes you feel good? Um, all of those things, and, and the simpler the better, the things that you could do that you could fit into every day or most days are, are the good ones. And then put the bigger ones down. You know, Seven-day cruise at the Caribbean, yeah, that, that, would, that would bring me joy. That would bring me joy. <laughs> so write down and, and just contemplate the things that make you, um, give you joy and look at where, you're, where you can change the perception of what you're doing already that doesn't feel joyous. And see if you can change your perception to add more joy to it. You want to add to that? Absolutely. There's a few um, memes that are coming up to mind. Uh, one, is an, uh, one is a meme that was given to us when we first started working with our team, which is that success is the goal and happiness is the journey. That's how you get there. Mm. Right? So a lot of people think that success is the journey and happiness is the goal. Flip it. Happiness is the constant and the goal is the one point at the end and that's success. So that's something to consider. And then the other thing is that I was talking to the team this morning as I was doing my, um, you know, new moon breakdown. I always do a report and I was looking at Jupiter and someone asked me the other day to look at Jupiter. Well, Jupiter is in retrograde. That doesn't mean that it's not active. It means it's introverted. And Jupiter represents the planet of joy and expansion, the very topic we're talking about. Mm. So Jupiter said, if I had a meme assigned to me, my meme would be happiness is an inside job. Right? So it's an inside job, meaning that nothing external is going to bring it to you. You are 100% solely responsible for your joy. And you can find it by shifting your perspective. You can find it by creating it like we were talking about it can be found and had right now but it's completely and solely dependent on you right and how important you make that in your life um and i would just encourage you to put it in the top three if not number one at least the top three <laughs> most important things you focus on in your life is what creates your own happiness and joy because you will be, um, everybody will benefit from you finding your joy. Everybody. Mm. And life changes. Absolutely changes. Absolutely. <sighs> Thank you, Jupiter. <laughs> Thank you, Jupiter. Love you. Love you. Love your work. <laughs> right. If you have any questions you want to expand or, to, you know, comment on this, you know, feel free to leave the comments in the, the chat at the bottom and we will respond over the next few days for sure. So absolutely. Love to hear about join. Yes, because just to, as a reminder for all who are just joining us or watching, this podcast is slightly shorter today because we have our new moon 
in Gemini spirit circle. Bring and it's it super on. moon. Bring it on. Super I'm moon. so ready for this moon. I need to find out more about what the hell's going on and do some yeah. clear manifesting work. There's a lot of stuff going on and there's a couple of planets in there who, uh, mm -hmm. who are making it very clear that there's something very specific they want us to be working on. So we'll be talking about that at 7 p.m. for all of those who are with us. Hey, Monica, I think Monica will be there, Woo! I hope. Um, so yes, if you can, if you're a part of our spirit circle, join us live. We've got a lot of amazing energy to talk about and mm -hmm. to download, as always. Download time. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you very much to all those who joined us live and for those who are watching the recording, we love you. And until next time, relax. We got this. Go be happy. Go be happy. More joy. More joy. Thanks for listening to the show. To learn more about Rach and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit4success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group, Kick-Ass and Sparkly Lady Panures Unite. Until next time, relax. We got this.